In the fall of 2013, Gary Temple Bodley began channeling a group of non-physical teachers known as Joshua. Soon thereafter, Joshua asked Gary to start writing. They have since produced four books and answered hundreds of questions in written form. In the spring of 2016, on the Law of Attraction cruise, Gary underwent hypnosis and Joshua spoke through him for the first time. Since that time, Gary has been practicing channeling Joshua verbally in live weekly calls with one-on-one students. These Joshua calls are now available to those of you joining us on the leading edge of thought. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is Joshua Live. We're thrilled you're here. We are thrilled to be here. (laughs) Hello, welcome. We congratulate all of you for coming forth to be part of something that is new and fun and exciting. There is no thing that you have to get right. You can be inspired to ask anything you want to ask. There are no questions off limits. We will see where this goes. And what we are doing here is showing you how anything is possible, how you can have any idea and you can manifest that idea in any way you like. And yet, if you think that something has to happen in order for some outcome to present itself in order for you to be seen as good or wise or smart or a success, that is not really part of it because all of it is is exploration. You have an idea for something new. It comes through you. You take one step at a time and you get to see how you feel along the way. Are you feeling aligned? Are you feeling connected to source consciousness? Or are you worried that something wrong could happen? that fear that something wrong could happen is a little wobble in your vibration. And so as the inspiration is coming through you, it is a little bit disconnected by that wobble. Not that there's anything wrong with the wobble, but to be in in a more aligned state of being, all you have to do is detach yourself from any outcome and just see where it goes as you manage your vibration every step of the way. And with that, we would like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to go first? I would I have like. a question. Oh. <laughs> go, go ahead. Okay, I'll go. So, yes. hi, everybody. So, you know I'm French, so I'm taking my courage like Astrid with you this morning. So, I have a question, but I wrote it. So, just a moment. Uh, so, um, could you uh, explain to me how the universe can give us signs or manifestation events to help us change our beliefs if for him the universe everything is good or neutral how can he knows that this manifestation event will be understood by us in order in order to change our limiting beliefs that's it excellent from our perspective there is no wrong everything is right You create a vibration as you sift and sort through life. You have intentions you set prior to your birth. Those intentions are like a stream or a river carrying you forward to the exploration of who you are. When you are offering resistance, events will come to show you where your resistance lies. If you can understand what the event is talking to you about or the information contained in the event, you might be able to see things from a different perspective. You might be able to overcome an obstacle. You might be able to 
address a limiting belief and process that limiting belief. You might feel fear and analyze that fear. Is it rational or irrational? If you take a higher perspective on what is actually happening in your life, you will feel less fear, you will be more aligned, and you will see insights. Now, for you to become a vibrational match to your soul's purpose, the intentions you set prior to your birth, or any desire that you have, you must become a vibrational match to that desire so that it can be manifested into your reality. The thing that's holding you back from manifesting anything you want, whether it's something you think you want or something you truly want, are your limiting beliefs or are your is your resistance. All of that is contained in those limiting beliefs. If you can see it from another perspective, if you can address the limiting beliefs, you iron out the wobble in your vibration and you become more of a match to whatever you desire. This is how the system works to let you know if you're offering resistance or if you're going with the flow to receive everything that you've asked for. Everything that happens in your reality is one energy. When you experience something, you give it value. What you perceive is what colors your experience. As you experience this neutral energy of all that is, you see it through your own filter. This filter of your beliefs, of how you're feeling in the moment, this is what creates your perception. As you perceive something, you call it either good or bad. You add value to it. This experience, if you call it good, you will say, this is aligned with who I want to be, with how I want to feel. And so you see it as a good event. And so there is no resistance and you keep on with your day. If you experience something that you see as wrong and bad, this is called bad, not because it is bad, but because it's seen, it's seen through your perception. Your perception values this as something wrong and bad. This is an opportunity for you to realign yourself. Because of how you feel when you react to this situation, this experience, you call it bad. And so this energy where you say, this is not what I want, this is being stored within your vibration. You now have an attachment to these situations. The beliefs that have been triggered by this situation, they have been activated, so to speak, and they are now more active in your vibration. As you go forth, through your day, you carry this vibration with you. This is carried with you until the next time you meet another event that is triggered by these events, by these beliefs. These beliefs that are now activated within you will keep on create attracting more of this same vibration so because you're carrying it in your vibration until you clear it until you neutralize it through changing your beliefs so when you carry this vibration of this is unwanted this is bad because of the manifestation event that you have had you are actively attracting drawing to you new experiences that will make you feel this way and you carry this vibration with you until you can experience this event in a way that is neutral for you until you can experience this event and say i lived this i experienced it and now i can move on so when you can experience something that triggers these limiting beliefs in you and you uh, withhold judgment you have worked through your beliefs in such a way that this event becomes neutral for you then you no longer carry this active vibration of resistance to these beliefs you have changed your belief changed your beliefs and they are now neutral or they are actively beneficial if 
you have changed them to to the vibration that is actively beneficial, you will attract more things that match this beneficial belief. This means that you will carry this vibration of the beneficial belief and you will attract in things that match this new beneficial belief until you change it. This is how you attract whatever matches you. What you attract is neither good nor bad because it is both. It is everything. It is neutral. You attract energy. Energy simply is. Electricity just is. Electricity can be used for good or it can be used for bad. But in itself, electricity is energy. It is neither good nor bad. And this is what you attract through your vibration. You attract experiences and your perception chooses whether this is a good experience or a bad experience. And then you carry this experience, this vibration with you into your future moments. We would love to add that in a manifestation event, it's multifaceted. And so when you receive some event and it's based on a limiting belief, you see one facet of it and you can alter your beliefs around that facet of it. And then the universe will bring you another facet so you can see it from another perspective. And you can get a well-rounded idea of all of the limitations your belief imposed around this subject. And as you resolve your beliefs around one aspect of that subject, another one will pop up so that you can resolve your beliefs around that aspect. And if you can see it as neutral and see it as not a bad thing, and you can change your beliefs about it, then you'll move forward to the next limiting belief. And this is the continuous journey of being a human where you uncover more and more layers of the onion. The core is deep within, and as you move forward in life, discovering more about yourself, you also uncover new beliefs about yourself, beneficial, but also limiting. These beliefs were always there, just like all these traits, these abilities were always there. This energy that is part of who you are has always been there, but you have not been aware of this energy. As you uncover more layers to the onion, you will uncover new sides of yourself new to your perception. They were always there, but they are now within your awareness, your field of awareness. These beliefs are then allowing you to experience reality in a new way. As you mold yourself, as you shift into a new version of you, because of these experiences that you are attracting, you are uncovering new beliefs. And so this game of shifting and uncovering new beliefs that were always there are continuing to help you move forward into the expansion of who you are. And this is what you came for is this expansion. And so if you see a manifestation as bad, you are expanding through that manifestation event in suffering. If you see it as good, you're moving through that expansive event in joy and you intended to move through these events in joy. And this is how you found yourself here to this information. Thank you very much. Excellent. So I have a question. Um, there is a particular uh, person and whenever that person walks into the room, I instantly can physically feel myself go uh, into anxiety, into fear. I don't, I mean, nothing is dangerous or anything like that, but I can physically feel myself go into anxiety and going, go into fear. And I don't understand 
why? Fear is a response to a condition that has the illusion of some danger. And it's always based on a limiting belief. You can use anything as your excuse to feel good or anything as your excuse to feel bad. When you perceive that something wrong is happening or that there is a person that you perceive gives you anxiety, you are saying that this person is responsible for how I feel. In that perception of reality, you are engaging your discovery of who you are not, your exploration of who you are not. And you are feeling as a victim to someone else. You're saying this person walks in the room and has the ability to create my reality. All the while, you know more about what's really happening. You are the creator of your reality. You choose your responses to everything. You choose how you perceive everyone. You choose how you perceive yourself in relation to everyone. Nothing is actually happening, but it is the perception of danger. It's an irrational fear. And you say, I feel the energy of this person, which means that you feel the energy of lack fear consciousness, that you've tapped into that. You can change your perception of this person or of who you are in relation to this person, and you can maintain your connection to source energy. You can change this person quite literally by maintaining your alignment and seeing them from the higher perspective and realizing your true power that no one else can create your reality but you and you are the sole creator of that reality. What a wonderful experience for you to be able to see yourself as a victim in a situation where no one has hurt you. To be able to walk in a room and pick someone and say, I am afraid of you. I believe you have power over me, even though you don't do anything to me. I am choosing to see myself as the victim because that is what you do. As you look at this person, you decide that there are certain traits in them that you do not like. You decide that there are certain things about this person that you choose to perceive as bad and wrong. You choose to say, this is someone who is doing something wrong. You choose to say, I wish to not be around you. As you look at this person, you believe you can feel their energy and that energy makes you feel bad. When you look at this person, when you are around this person, what you are feeling is your own energy. You are feeling your reaction to this person. You are feeling your anxiety, your fear. No one can make you feel anything. No one can trigger you unless you allow them to. In every situation, the power, the control over your emotions and your feelings, the power over your perspective is completely yours. You are the power in every situation that you experience. You are the power in your reality. There are no outside power that can ever come into your reality without you allowing it in. And no outside power is ever more powerful than you are because you are the center in your reality. You are the one power that creates in your reality. You are your reality. And so when you choose to perceive someone as making you feel in any way, that is a choice of perception. Knowing that you control your perception, knowing that you control how you feel, knowing that you control what you think of this person, it will help you understand that the fear and anxiety is all coming from you. 
No one can make you feel anything. And so try to figure out why do I feel this way about anyone? What is it within me that feels threatened by this person? Do I feel that they have an authority and I feel small compared to them? If so, instead of trying to push away the situation, step into the situation and raise your own feeling of power, become aware of the power that is within you and raise your ability, your awareness of this power. Because the power that is creating everything, the power that is keeping you alive, the power that is putting you in these situations, that is your power. That is not a power outside of you. There is no power outside of you. Everything that flows through you is also around you. You are your reality. He is showing up as a reflection of you. The power that you believe is in him is in you. Everything that you see is a reflection of your power. So if you feel threatened by anything outside of you, it is because you dare not step into your own power. And this manifestation is there to show you that you have something that you need to work with to fully step into your power, to allow your power, to align with your power. Everything is happening for you. And this is a wonderful opportunity where you get to see this, where you get to experience this without having anyone do anything to you other than to simply be. Thank you very much. Who's next? Um, yeah, I'm curious, curious about the transition process. Um, yeah, when we pass to the other side, um, is it that we become all-knowing instantaneously, or is there some sort of gradual um, process where we can play around a little bit with limitations still, or are we completely all-knowing when we, when we pass away? We would say that there is a spectrum to this, and it has to do with your life as a human. Were you mostly aligned in fear during your life? And if so, the transition is a little bit more general and easy because to be thrust into pure love from an existence of pure fear would be too dramatic. And so you are given a little time. There is no time in that essence, but you are eased into it and is a gentle and soft, pro soft process that's always enjoyable, always comforting, and always feels very, 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 very good to you. If you are more on that spectrum of living a life in love, that you have less fear, especially the less fear of death or loss, then it'll be a simple and easy process. But compared to the birth process, all death process is very easy and comforting and wonderful. The hard part is getting in. The easy part is going out. When you trans transition, you are instantly within the realm, the dimension of love. This is pure love. The fear that you bring with you is not so much fear, it's more attachment. You are still, as you transition, you are becoming aware of who you are in the moment that you transition, that you are into this other dimension, this love dimension. But you still remember who you were and you still feel some attachment to the past life that you just left. And so the, the feeling of fear is very small. It's more of a feeling of attachment where you allow yourself uh, time and space to reconsider who you were, to see your life from the higher perspective. 
in every life as a human or any other race, any other being, there are always situations where you feel like you could have done more, could have been better, or that you wish you had lived it differently. As you transition, as you pass on into the dimension of pure love, you carry these memories with you. You do not carry the same intensity of fear, but there is this attachment. In this transition, as you come into this new dimension, which is your home, you keep these attachments with you and you are being in this process, you will be guided by those that are connected to you and you are being guided to perceive yourself and your life in a way that is more aligned with love. So in this process of perceiving your life, what you might call the video or the book where you read and see every scene from your life where there is attachment, you go through these scenes and you get to perceive yourself from a higher perspective. And so you get to see every possible outcome, every possible other way that you could have lived this. And you also get to see how what you lived was perfect and good and right. In, these, in this process of going through what you have lived from a higher perspective, you are able to let go of the attachment because you see that whatever happened was aligned with, with your highest good and with the highest good for everyone else involved. This allows you to let go of this attachment so that you can once more be free of any attachment to the physical life that you have left and once again become the flowing energy that simply is in the moment of non-physical reality. Who you are in the physical realm is a being of pure positive love and acceptance. Who you are in the non-physical realm is a being of pure positive love and acceptance. There is no difference. Who you are in the non-physical sees your life from a higher perspective. Who you are living in the physical sometimes sees yourself from a limited perspective and sometimes from the higher perspective. In the non-physical, as you transition, you'll look at every aspect of your life from that higher perspective. And you will not regret any of it. You will not see any bad in any of it. You will see it as a wonderful, expansive experience. And you will say, I could have done it this way. It could have gone this way but it was never wrong or never bad, and you never failed at anything. But being physical, knowing what you know now, you could approach your life this way as well. In this life, you can look at every aspect of your life, and you can see it all from a higher perspective, and this will allow you to expand as you intended in joy. Thank you. Um, I guess one thing that as a persona in this existence, it's hard for me to... How do you, I can imagine myself existing in some form, physical in some sense, for another several hundreds of years. But from what I understand is once we go to non-physical, we kind of let go of the persona that we had in that previous life and almost, well, instantaneously jump into another life, life where we don't even remember what happened before. Um, is that a, a choice or is, is there um, some... Uh, we just automatically choose that we don't want to hold on to anything of the persona. First of all, let's talk about your persona now. Who created that persona? Um, society, my conditions. If you are the creator of your reality, then you created every aspect of that persona. Now, some parts of that persona are created in love 
and some parts are created in the fear of what others might think or that you need to accomplish certain things or you need other people to like, love, and respect you. And so you have a persona that allows you to navigate this reality based on your belief system. But at any time, you can make your persona more malleable. When you transition to the non-physical, the fear-based aspects of that persona disappear. And what remains is pure positive love. Still you, but without the fear-based constructs of that persona that you think are necessary for you to survive as a human being and to live this life you think you need to live. So if you can make your persona more malleable now, you can live as you intended to live. You can, you can explore this reality as you intended to explore it based in love. When you transition to the non-physical, you are the essence of love. And when you are ready to return to the physical to give it another go, you'll choose another set of conditions. You will choose a new trajectory. You will choose every aspect of that new life. You will choose the DNA of that body. You will choose every part of it because you know that through those choices, you will be led on this trajectory to discover something new, something greater, something more. You've expanded through this life and you'll be ready for the next life whenever you're ready. But the idea of whenever is sort of a false idea because whenever involves time. And in a reality where there is no time, you just come and go whenever you want. Okay. And you very much wanted to be here, as did you all. <laughs> Thank you. As you transition from this life into your home, uh, into the non-physical, you let go of fear. The parts of you that you now believe are your persona, are making up your persona, they are, most of them are based in fear. You have not yet uncovered who you truly are. As you transition, you leave the fear behind. You allow the fear to stay on earth or wherever you are. As you come into the non-physical where there is love, pure love, you rediscover the parts of you that are pure love, the parts of who you are that is the real you. As you discover these traits that you thought you had forgotten, that you didn't, that you were not aware of, that were part of you as you lived in the human life. These parts of you were always there, but because of your limiting beliefs and your fear, you were not aware of them. They were not within your field of awareness. So as you become who you are in the non-physical, once again, you are being reunited with parts of you that you were not acknowledging in your life as a human. And so letting go of certain traits that you now define as your persona or your personality is not a process of grief. There is nothing that is left behind of you in, uh, on earth, on Gaia, that is who you really are. You take who you really are with you. Everything that is left behind is fear. Parts of you that are now in the illusion. You perceive yourself to be maybe too angry or jealous. That is the illusion. That is part of fear. That is based in fear. When you transition, you leave the fear behind. And so you become once again, this being of pure love and pure light. And that is who you are. And you ask if there is an instant uh, transition to another life. Well, if there is no time, who do you, how do you define instant? If you are eternal with eternity to play with, how do you define what an instance is? Is it a breath? 
Is it a moment? Is it a day? Because time does not exist. When you are ready, when you are desiring to explore another lifetime, you do that. Your desire creates the instant manifestation of you going into a new life. As you create yourself in a new life, you take with you who you really are and you decide what kind of setup you want. You decide the family, the trajectory based on what you want to explore, what you desire to explore in this life. As you take your being of love, the totality of who you are into this life, you know that when you are born, you will instantly be met by vibration of the planet that you live on, the planet you have chosen to be born on. You will be met by this vibration and that will chop off parts of this original uh, being of love so that you will only act out, be aware of other parts of your vibration, not the totality. As you continue, as you start to live in your environment, you will adopt fears or you will adopt beneficial beliefs. These beliefs will shape you so that certain part of your, the totality of who you are, the whole being, is laid dormant. You only live out the parts that are aligned with your beliefs that you allow to come through based on the environment, the trajectory, the planet, the uh, vibration, the dimension that you are in. And so who you are originally in non-physical becomes into the physical a very, very narrow gap of energy. There is a very small part of the energy that you are living now as a human compared to who you really are. And this is because you do not allow yourself to be aware of the totality of your energy of who you really are because of your limiting beliefs. So when you are in this process of ascension, where you are letting go of your beliefs, your limiting beliefs, where you are letting go of definitions of who you are, where you are letting go of labels, you allow yourself to once again perceive to more of who you are, to allow into your conscious awareness more of who you truly are because the limitations create the narrow perception. As you remove limiting beliefs, your perception widens up and you are now suddenly becoming aware, more aware of what was always there. And so you bring into your energy field, once again, more of your abilities, more of the personality of who you truly are. And that is how you ascend into more love and less fear. And once you transition, you leave behind the fear and you once again, Bring into your awareness the totality of who you are. Thank you. Um, I have to add to that. Um, I've read too where we have themes um, that every life that we live, we are um, working and expanding on the theme that we chose. Is that true? Can you add um, some clarity to that? We will say it is more of the intentions you set prior to your birth. And so imagine that you live this life as Vicky and you've gone through everything you've gone through. Maybe you've had children, maybe you haven't had children. Maybe you've been married once, maybe you haven't been married. Maybe you've been married many times. Maybe you've explored living in abundance in the United States. Maybe you've played with the ideas of control to a higher extent. You transition to the non-physical. Your overall being is now expanded through the experiences that you've had in this life. And so you say, the next time around, let's try this. Maybe we'll have 
five children. Maybe we'll have no children. Maybe we'll be born in another country. Maybe we'll be do, doing something else. Maybe we'll explore who we truly are. Maybe we'll explore more control of something. But as you expand and you always seek the new, the new, you don't typically want to go back and revert to anything old. You would not want to be an insect again. You would want to be in a further expansion of who you are in this life and what you experienced in this life, and that would inform the intentions you set for the next life so that you could grow and expand. And certainly, themes could run through lifetimes, or you could choose something totally new. But from your perspective as a human, the themes are more narrowly defined. From the non-physical perspective, the themes are more broader, and they're simply intentions. They're intentions, they're not goals, they're not steps, there's nothing to accomplish, there's nothing, there's nothing to succeed at, there's nothing to achieve, there's just the experience and the expansion that comes with that experience. But prior to your birth, you set intentions and those intentions are carrying you like a stream or a river to become who you truly are. As the human, in the human life, you have certain interests. A lot of these interests come from your fears. Some interests come from love, but a lot of them come from fear. You're trying to avoid negative emotion. You're trying to figure out how to make money so that you can avoid the pain of not having money or the fear of being insecure or fears of anything that can cause you pain. In the non-physical, there is no fear. And so your interests are purely based in love and desire to explore. When you are in the non-physical where there is no fear, you do not care if your exploration will lead to pain or if it will lead to joy. You just want to explore for the joy of exploring because after all, you have eternity. You cannot be hurt. You cannot die. There is nothing to do but to rediscover the beauty and the magnificence of who you are. You love yourself so much that you wish to rediscover yourself over and over and over again in every life you wish to rediscover, to explore the width and the depth of who you are. That is how beautiful, how amazing, how powerful you are. And for all eternity, you wish to fall in love with yourself once again. As you are in the non-physical, there are certain themes, yes, that you wish to explore. You wish to explore these because they will light certain parts of you. They will um, put the spotlight on certain parts of you so that you can see yourself from certain angles in certain perspectives. You wish to explore who you are, to see yourself from every possible perspective, from every possible angle. And you jump into every lifetime with much joy and desire for what, for what this life can show to you about who you are. You jump into a lifetime not fearing what is going to happen or being afraid of pain, but you jump into it with the joy of discovering who you really are once again. As you discover, as you explore these themes that you intend to explore because that you believe they will allow you to perceive yourself, your beauty from a different angle. They will allow you to expand into an area of your energy that you have not yet expanded into. It is there, but you have not lived it. And so as you expand into it, yet another area outside of that will expand for you to explore the next time. But as you jump into a lifetime exploring this theme, 
you learn more about yourself. And so this expansion in this lifetime creates another expansion that you will be interested in, ex in exploring in your le next lifetime. Everything that you experience is experienced with joy in your inner being in who you truly are because it is an experience. It is neutral. There is no good or bad. There is no value to an experience. It is all equally good, equally... Um, enriching, equally valuable to all that is. And so, yes, there are themes and you wish to explore maybe the same theme for a hundred or 200 lifetimes, just so that you can explore in depth, so that you can explore yourself in depth from this angle. But also remember you have many things in one lifetime. There is not only abundance or lack, there is abundance and lack, and then there may be a lack of self-love or feeling self-love. And in many lifetimes, you get to explore both of them at the same time. Your beliefs are so entwined and mixed into each other that a change in one belief is going to allow you to change several other beliefs without you actively working on them. And so if you go from lack of self-love, if you believe that is your exploration, if you go from lack of self-love into self-love, you will very probably also go from lack of abundance to more abundance. And so you, without efforting, get to explore different themes, different topics in this one exploration of who you are, because you're your constant theme is the exploration of you, of source, of energy, of being, of all that is. That is what you truly want to explore, who you are as a being of love. Can I jump in, Laurel, on that expansion? So, Laurel, I believe my... And Joshua. And Joshua. <laughs> Both of you. All of you. <laughs> I believe the non-physical part of me is, it is as above as so below. So just what you just said, that we're always exploring ourselves, my non-physical part of me is also exploring. And so they might have uh, a different experience of exploring all that is of the expression of me in the non-physical realm as in this physical realm. When your inner being is exploring through you, when all the other beings uh, above your inner being, everyone in the line of your energy, when they are exploring through you, they are seeing your perspective and exploring and feeling a sense of that. But they are also seeing it from their individual perspective. And then as you go up, they explore it from the individual group of their new being. And so there are through your lifetime, through your Isabel's perspective in this lifetime, there are countless explorations happening through you. And also remember that as you rise upwards, your group of energy will be connected to another group of energy that is maybe filtered through another human being. And so at a certain level, you get to experience the perspective of Isabel and also maybe the perspective of Nikki in this one being because you are connected. And so this mix of mixed perspectives, mixed energies is a wonderful experience for those in the non-physical because the mix of perspectives ultimately goes up to the level of source. And as there is, of course, no space, there's no hierarchy. And so what you experience is um, 
at the same time immediately also experienced through every other part of source. The source part and the tree in your garden is also experiencing what you are experiencing through your perspective, through their perspective, through your inner being, through your inner being's perspective and through source perspective. Not all of those uh, beings, the tree might not be aware that it is uh, experiencing it itself through your perspective and you through their perspective. But as there is no separation, source energy is experiencing itself at all times through all beings. And so you as Isabel in this life have a new experience in every moment, a completely new perspective in every moment. And that perspective adds to the experience of all that is. And there is no separation between you and source. And in an infinite number of perspectives in every moment, you can imagine all going on at the same time with all life in physical reality, all adding to everything, all at the same time from each perspective, you are worthy to experience whatever you want to experience. There is no judgment or decisions to be made. It is your life to live however you want to live it. You cannot fail. You cannot get it wrong. You cannot die too soon. You cannot die too late. There is nothing other than experiencing happening here. And so from your perspective, you have a choice. Is it going to be a limited perspective thinking something's wrong or a higher perspective as your inner self and your guidance supporters and source itself and all that is perceives it from the higher perspective? Or are you going to see things as from a limited perspective saying, this is wrong, this is right, this is wrong, this is right. You get to choose all that because ultimately you are creating this reality. You are creating this movie that everyone else is watching. And everyone else thinks this movie is fabulous and couldn't possibly be any better. And you're the critical one judging it as okay or not okay. Thank you. So I have a question. Oh. Excellent. Oh. I was just going to tag onto that real quick and, and talk about like, where do the, the feelings of unfulfillment come from? Is that, um, is that a fear or is that, I mean, it's a choice, obviously. I get that. But is that coming from, um, a fear of not following inspiration? It's coming from your perspective. Imagine feeling fulfilled in your work play as expanding in every moment. You see, if all that is, is with you in this experience of physical reality in, in every moment, and that you can do no wrong, then you're simply aligned to that consciousness of love and acceptance that everything is good, or you're fearing something should be different than it is. Okay. You could be fulfilled just sitting there meditating or sitting there petting your dog or in an argument with somebody. You could say, in this argument, I'm expanding through this argument. I'm maintaining my vibration or I'm losing it and going a little bit off course, but getting back on quickly. You can take every experience and see it from the higher perspective or the lower perspective. If you perceive that you need to be better than you are, you're always going to be striving for some change to the who you are. And you'll always be unfulfilled in that. Were you unfulfilled when you were a baby? Or were you unfulfilled when you adopted limiting beliefs that says you should be more than you are? Mm -hmm. the, the baby never had those beliefs that, that that baby should be different. And so you somehow along the way adopted limiting beliefs, as do all humans, and as is part of this 
experience of physical reality and, and thank God for fear and limiting beliefs because they allow you to see through the illusion of those things to discover who you truly are. If you are on a path of fear, exploring who you are not, you might change the conditions and say, look at the conditions I changed. This is proof that I'm good. And you would be living in alignment in that trying to control the conditions. Or you could be compared to what your Western society says is good, living the complete opposite. You could be homeless and living on a park bench and saying, this is ultimate freedom. I am so fulfilled in this life. Guess what that is? That is your perspective. You choose the perspective to be fulfilled or not. Now, if you want to cultivate the feelings of fulfillment, you align with source consciousness and you'll re receive inspiration that will perfectly align with your set of beliefs that will take you on a trip of fulfillment. Bumping up against manifestation events all along the way so that you can see the limiting beliefs and you can flush them out and you can process them and you can choose a new perspective and you can raise your vibration and iron out the wobbles and create <laughs> this reality that seems to feel fulfilling. Mm. Mm. Okay. Your inner being is constantly trying to guide you towards more love and less fear. Your inner being knows what will make you feel fulfilled. It knows what will, what will bring you joy. And it is constantly trying to guide you to make the choices that will make you feel better, to make you feel fulfilled, to make you live your purpose, what you intended to live. If you are in a state of fear, if you are not doing what you need to do to push through this fear, if you are not able to follow inspiration, you will have this conflict within yourself where you are fighting yourself. You are receiving inspiration and you want so badly to follow that inspiration because there are deep desires within you that are coming from who you really are, your inner being as you. And so these deep desires are based in the attentions that you have set prior to coming into this life. These deep desires are trying to push you forward. And that is a powerful feeling. And it, the more you resist it, the more this feeling will push. As you experience and receive this inspiration, it triggers a lot of fear in you because after all, this is the expiration of who you are. And so for you to be able to explore, you need a carrot, which is this desire of what you want to explore. The carrot is dangling there and it is dangling there so that you can push through fear. And so you have deliberately placed these obstacles of fear in your path be in front of the carrot so that you can move through fear because moving through fear is the situations where you will explore and discover who you are. The carrot is not the exploration. Moving through fear is the exploration. So when you receive inspiration from your guides, your inner being who you really are, you want, you desire so badly to push through to do what you desire to do. You want to fulfill this longing because you know, you instinctively and intuitively know that this will bring you joy. At the same time, these desires are triggering fears in you. As they are meant to do. This is the purpose. And so the fear is fighting your insecurities, your limiting beliefs. The fear that this brings up is fighting against your inner desire. And this conflict within you is creating even more emotional pain, even more fear because of the fight that is going on. And so as long as you keep fighting and resisting until you 
push yourself either through courage or simply not being able to deal with the pain of not moving forward, you will feel this unfulfillment because that is what it is. You are not fulfilling your desire. You are not following your desire. You are not going towards the carrot because of the fear that is in front of you. But at some point, this fear, this emotional pain of not going towards the carrot is going to be worse or more intense than the fear of pushing through these obstacles. And so it's just a matter of how long you can stand in the pain of not following your desires. Mm. Thank you very much. Hello, Laurel. Hi, Navina. Hi, can I ask a question, please? Yes, of course. Okay, thank you. Um, I have a question about the range. As we get more and more expanding, as we get more and more into the new perspective that we're going into, um, I just the range seems almost daunting in a way. And it's kind of how to blend from moment to moment is such a challenge. And it's like sometimes now I experience, I mean, mentally I know that it's an illusion, that's just a mental construct, but I really get the feeling like I was on a plane the other day and I really felt like, you know, if I really believed it enough and I put my finger and touched the seat in front of me, my finger would go right through that that is part of that reality. And yet there is the, this range in our experience, you know, the most beautiful love song that we can hear or movie that we can watch. And the, 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 it is so right to feel that welling up of, of emotion. But for me, it's like right now I have such a range. How do I go from this really strong feeling about maybe being with a lover who is losing his mother to go over to, you know, re- really feeling you know, or accepting that, that, that this is all illusion. The range just seems so um, large now. How do we navigate that? Why do you believe you need to navigate it? Why can you not just be in it? You are experiencing coming out of duality. You are experiencing what you perceive as bad or negative or pain, and you are experiencing love and joy and good and right. These are all parts of the oneness. Everything exists at one time. And so what you are perceiving is a situation or feelings that exists at the same that exist at the same time. They seem to be in contrast, but they are simply two sides of the same coin. And so for you to be able to experience more fully both what you call the wider range of emotions to experience both the pain and the pleasure more intensely is to let go of the judgment, to let go of the attachment. If you are attached to your pain, your sadness, you are defining yourself based in this emotion. You are feeling an emotion and you're saying, this is grief, this is pain, that is a negative emotion, I'm feeling sad, that is a negative emotion, that is wrong, and now I'm feeling this. And that means I cannot feel the joy. Then you are experiencing something that makes you feel good and you're saying this is joy, this is happiness, that's a good emotion. Then I am not experiencing sadness. This is defining yourself, limiting yourself, limiting your experiences, limiting the exploration of your reality and limiting the potential of what you allow in. If you can detach from these definitions, 
if you can detach from defining the emotions that are coming into you and what you believe that means about you and how you should react or respond, if you can be in the moment without attaching to the feeling, without attaching to the situation, but simply experience it, feel it, be it, do not label it, but just experience it, you will be able to feel the pain and the pleasure to experience grief and then at, at the same time experience this immense love for the person that you are grieving for. You can experience but, both the good and the bad at the same time. There is no, you do not have to create this illusion of separation. You can experience both. What you what yeah, you're saying? Sorry, dear. It's, it's not so much, I, I'm at peace with the whole emotional range. My point is that it's like the range from subjective to objective. Because when we're really objective, it's like, okay, we realize everything is illusion and we have this very detached awareness. And then the subjective is going deep into an emotion. And for me, they just are such different realms. Sometimes I have a hard time going from one to the other. It's like part of me is judging one side. The object objective is kind of judging the other one. And, the you know, not judging the emotion so much, but the, the two sides seem, one seems very objective mm -hmm. and one seems very. And so you accept what is, you accept what you're feeling, you accept the perspective, and then also you detach. As the observer, you are detached. You can observe and still feel without defining it, without believing that it is somehow, uh, that it means anything. It is an experience. As you accept this experience, good or bad, you can detach from believing that you are somehow defined by this experience. You are allowing it to flow through you because you are detached, but you are accepting what is, even if it's good or if it's bad. It is about allowing yourself to experience, but still being detached and not letting the experience define you. Joshua? <clears throat> well, you are a being of love and acceptance. And you are either in love and acceptance or you are in resistance to who you truly are. Your emotions are your guidance system. They are based on your perspective of, of the time. You want your emotions to be very strong. You want to notice your emotions because this is guidance. And if you are choosing a limited perspective, you will feel an emotion that doesn't feel good. And you might label yourself as wrong, or this emotion's wrong, or the situation's wrong. It's simply guidance. <clears throat> it's as if you had a device, and if you were moving along your stream or your river to become who you truly are in this journey of self-discovery, and if the light was lit up green, you would simply know that you're on the right path. And if you made a turn and the light turned red, you wouldn't get upset and judge the light as wrong or yourself as wrong for making this turn. You would simply get on track. But since you identify with your emotions and since you define yourself by your emotions, especially as you learn more about how the system of physical reality works and who you truly are, you tend to judge it. And you say, if I know so much, how am I being this way? If I know so much, how come I can't see through the illusion of this physical reality? And that's because you have a set of limiting beliefs that have gained momentum, and you can never cast them away. All you can do is reduce their intensity, which you have done. You have greatly expanded your set of beliefs, and you have greatly expanded your range of emotions because you are receptive to more now. 
And you are able to choose your perspective more easily now. And so now you are doing what very, very, very few humans are doing. You are analyzing the situation from a constructive position, from an objective position, from a higher perspective, understanding who you truly are and saying, this is just a human experience. It doesn't mean anything. Other people are in fear of this experience. I can remain however I am. I still have limiting beliefs and I still will tend to feel some fear, but I can recover quickly and I can regain that higher perspective. Maybe not in the moment, but maybe after a few moments. Maybe something that would have caused you to dwell in negative emotion for days, now it's over in one day. Maybe something that would seem very intense a few years ago, now you can recover quite quickly. Even in the moment you receive a negative thought or a thought that has resistance in it, you can look at it instantly from this higher perspective and say, that is not a bad thing, that is not a wrong thing. If that thing happens, it's, it will be for my good and for my benefit. With this power, you're moving towards love and your range of experiences opens up. What becomes possible for you now is greatly enhanced. And so now you have to see yourself from this totally radically new perspective in every moment. And so you're feeling fe feelings that were always there and always ready for you that are coming forth now in new and more powerful ways. And as people move towards love, what happens is they tend to feel their emotions even more intensely. And if you are one who is in fear of, of emotion, especially resistant emotion, you will say, why am I feeling so bad at this little thing? This is what you wanted all along. You want to notice the resistant thought. You want to notice the resistant manifestation event. You want to notice where all your resistant li resistance lies so that you can move forward to this expanded being that you are living in this physical reality for the first time ever. For the first time ever, there has never been a version of you that has expanded this much. Now, this would be true in any case, but now that you're on this path of self-discovery, understanding more about the laws of the universe and who you truly are, you're moving quite rapidly and new feelings and emotions and intensity of emotion are bubbling up. And this is causing you to rethink everything you were programmed to think. Why can't your figure go through that, that seat in front of you? Why can't you think differently about this subject? Why do you have to adopt the opinion that everyone else around you adopts? Why can't you question the status quo? Why can't you see that everything that's happening that other people are in fear of is actually a good thing and it's gonna to lead to more good and more good and better and better and better and the expansion of all that is, it is all working out perfectly and yet there are beliefs that are limiting that are within you and they will remain there at some extent, but pretty soon they will be diminished to such an extent that when the fear is triggered by those limiting beliefs, you'll laugh at it and you'll brush it away and you'll do whatever you're inspired to do. Perfect. Thank you. I have a question. Excellent. This will be the last question, so it must be the most important question ever asked by anyone in humanity. Don't feel fear about this. There's no pressure. but. This is going to be some incredible question. We feel it. Um, so my question is, how do we know when our deep desires are from our inner self or from our perceived lack of something? Laurel. Does it really matter? Why would it matter? 
if you feel inspired to do something, then you can only win by doing this. Whatever you experience through this doing, through this action, will be a benefit to you. Whatever you do in life, whether or not it's from whether it's from fear or from love, is going to be to your benefit. Every experience that you do is going to teach you something. If you are doing something based in fear, you are going to get the reflection of your limiting beliefs and you're going to get more of an answer, more of an inkling, what you might need to work with. If you're doing something based in love, you might also get the reflection of fear because you're pushing, it's pushing you towards these things that you need to explore, that you need to dig into, to uncover within you. And so it doesn't really matter if you're doing something based in fear or in love, as long as you feel that this might be something that I want to do, then do it. There are no limits other than the limits that you create for yourself. You cannot do anything wrong. You cannot fail. You cannot make mistakes. Everything you do, everything you experience is for you. It is bringing you forward. It is moving you forward on your path. If you follow your urges and keep doing things that make you feel that you believe are inspiration, but you're following your urges and they make you feel bad. At some point you will understand and you will turn around and follow the path of where your desires are trying to guide you. The carrot is always there in front of you. Either path from either path, you can see the carrot of what you really want. You are exploring your purpose and your desire on every path. It is just a matter of finding the path that brings you more pleasure and that allows you to push through the more fear. And as you follow urges, you will also be guided to push through fear. And so any path you choose to take is going to be of benefit to you. But the more that you push through fear and change your beliefs into less limiting beliefs and more beneficial beliefs, the more you change your perspective into a perspective that is aligned with love, accepting who you are, the more you are going to be able to receive these inspirations from love and to know, to separate the nuances of whether there is 50% fear or 70% fear. Because every inspiration, even though you follow, um, Am I muted? No. Even though you follow inspiration to allow you to do something that you are desiring to do on a soul intention, a uh, uh, inner being level, even though you are following this desire, this inspiration, you will face fear. And so in this first meeting, when, when you're following inspiration, you might feel the fear that is overwhelming and you will say, oh, I thought this was inspiration, but I... Obviously, it must be an urge because this is not going as I planned. This is not living up to my expectations. There is too much fear here. That is an illusion. Also, following desires, following inspiration is going to lead you through fear. Fear is a part of the process wherever you go, whatever urges or inspiration that you follow. So does it really matter what you choose to do? No, it does not really matter because you are going to guide yourself, to lead yourself to where you want to go, even though you follow urges, even though you are being led by fear, because the fear is also there to help you. And so the only way that you can know if you're following desires or urges or uh, love or fear is to simply start doing, to follow the thread that you have, to do what you believe is inspiration or urge, to simply do that and see where that, where that leads you because you cannot make a mistake. This is the most important question and asked by anyone ever in the history of time. 
And so we are going to slowly go about shaping the answer because it is a question of acting on inspiration or acting on an urge, following a true desire or the intentions you set prior to your birth or following a false desire, the need to control something in your conditions. And who could you, how could you find who you truly are without exploring a little bit of how, who you truly aren't? How could you find your path of least resistance to the discovery of your attributes and talents and, and your soul's purpose if you haven't spent time discovering all that you are not? How can you become the leader and teacher that you are if you haven't lived a life and explored things that other people are exploring as well? In the overcoming obstacles and sifting and sorting and having expansive experiences and perceiving some things as good and some things as very bad, you have a life experience. And at some point, you can stop and say, I now intend to discover who I truly am in, in alignment with the being of love that I am. In either case, you will push past fear. It's the exploration is encountered through pushing past the fear. It's the succumbing to fear and not doing whatever you're inspired to do that causes that conflict. So as long as you're doing something and you're aware of who you truly are and what you truly desire, and you realize that some things are created out of lack and you think that by controlling the conditions, you'll feel something you don't feel now, just that simple awareness that you are being of love, that you create your own reality, that everything's possible for you, that you are a limitless being, that you need not define yourself by anything, that you are indefinable, undefinable, you are beyond definition, and that these higher thoughts of who you are, this higher perspective of yourself, will naturally lead you to receiving inspiration to move forward. If you are in fear, and sometimes you are, if you perceive that things aren't happening quick enough, if you think that your desires are never going to be manifested, if you are unsure about who you truly are, if you feel unworthy in any endeavor, then you will simply succumb to fear. And you will simply receive urges to try and change things. And in the acting of the urge, you will discover more about, about life. You will expand in some way. And you will see things from a different perspective. Anyone who goes through any manifestation event comes out the other side of that manifestation event seeing themselves from another perspective. Now, they may not realize what's happened there, but they've expanded and they've become a new version of themselves, a higher vibrational version, even if they expanded in suffering the entire time. They've come to a new awareness. And whether they get the benefit of that in this lifetime or when they transition to the non-physical, the benefit is already gained. If you want to be a little bit more effective and discover who you truly are and move easily and effortlessly to the manifestation of all the feelings you intended prior to your birth, then you just have to think a little bit about, is this idea coming from a place of love aligned with who I truly am, or is it an idea to change the conditions? You won't always get it right, but since there is no wrong, how could you possibly fail? And so the key here is thinking more about the fear thinking of yourself from the higher perspective, being okay with any decision. And once you make a decision, you line up 
100% behind that decision. Because once the decision is made, you're cast into a new dimension, and that do, the new dimension is perfect for who you are at this time, you see. And from that new place and that new expansive place, after having made the decision or taken the action, you've arrived at another level, level ready for new inspiration to come the next moment. So imagine if you did act in fear and you tried to change the conditions and you expanded through that decision or the action, you come to a new place ready for new inspiration. Once you're in alignment, the new inspiration will come. So really, it's a matter of feeling good, isn't it? When you're feeling good, you're in alignment with source consciousness and inspiration will flow. When you're feeling bad, you're aligned with fear consciousness and urges will pop up. If you can be more aligned in love, you'll be less likely to receive urges and you'll be more likely to receive inspiration. And this will just move you to a new expanded version of yourself where you uncover limiting beliefs that you did not know about. You're peeling a deeper layer into the onion and then guess what's going to happen? You're gonna face new manifestation events that are gonna take you out of alignment, put you into a lower state of being, receptive to urges to change conditions. And so this is a perfect cycle of ascension. You move a little bit up, you move a little bit down, you move a little bit more up, a little bit more down, a little bit more up, and you are always ascending, ascending, ascending to the new, to the new. If you get good at pushing past fear, if you get good at maintaining your alignment, if you get good at looking at things from a higher perspective, if you get look at get look at get good at at processing your fears and seeing if it's a rational fear or an irrational fear, if you get good at questioning your beliefs, all of this will be so easy. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, guys. That Thank you great. very much. That Thank you both. Yeah. Excellent. Really Actually, yeah. that was phenomenal. I felt chills and energy like I've never felt before ever. Oh, yeah. wow. I did too. It was like this rush every time you were talking. Yeah. And you're not closing your eyes. I yeah. know. That Where did happened, that happen? That happened yesterday. I had um, a session with Ondine yesterday, and she channeled for me. And after that, I just... Uh, I don't know. I did the the Laurel group channeling with Wendy and the others, and it just came. It's like it used to, the messages used to come through the back of my head, so I had to concentrate to reach them because the distance was pretty far, and uh -huh. now they're coming through my third eye, so they're closer, so I don't know. Yeah, wow. interesting. Wow. Awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I had chills. I had tears crying. I'm like, turn up yeah. the heating, guys. You need to turn up the heating. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, my chills are freezing chills. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Joshua Live. If you have a question you would like Joshua to answer on the show, send us a message on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash teachings of Joshua. As always, remember that you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next time. <laughs>